Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Wisconsin Goodbye. I think it's been what three weeks. I think it's our longest hiatus. Yeah, it, we. It, I believe it has been three weeks. It is a little hiatus, but we need some time. We need some time. We've done uh, some rejiggering of what we're doing. You put anything any more er on that? <laughs> careful. <laughs> we'll be we'll be canceled. Gotta be careful. Um. So the whole uh, the, the idea of the show when we started right was that we were gonna watch a movie. And, like, talk about the movie as it was happening like we do when we hang out. And uh, it got a little away from us. It did. It did. We started We started focusing more on, on having guests here. In the interviews and stuff. And, and, and I think we got a little ahead of ourselves and it got a little away from us. It did. So we apologize for that. So, uh... Well, Andy apologized for that wholeheartedly uh, yeah, because it's his fault. It's my fault, apparently. Um, so what we decided to do, especially because some movies are long as well. Correct, because because we're we're hour and a half, two hour movies, depending on what James Bond movie we're watching. Correct. So, we're we're at two two hours, two and a half hours of podcast, which people don't, don't necessarily have the necessarily time to the time do all that. Us. Correct. So, as part of our reassessment, what we have decided to do for the fans, for the fans, for us too, because it was correct. It's a time commitment for us, and and especially for Baby J. Yeah, yeah. You well, know, you know, because he has nap time, and we need to make sure he's able he to can listen get to it this. in. Yeah, correct. Yep, yep. He's our. I mean, he's our biggest. He's our biggest little fan. He's he's our biggest little fan, and yep. he's he's been the most uh, interactive. Yeah, the most emails with uh, us yeah. at the Wisconsin by gmail dot com gmail dot com um, with pictures with pictures. Yeah, and so baby yeah, yeah. J baby J is on it. So, um, in light of all that, what we've decided to do is watch a show because it's going to help us control our time a little bit. Because the average show, when watched without commercials, is about 45 minutes. 42 minutes, whatever it's going to be. Correct. So the show that we picked is a favorite show for both of us. Yes, absolutely. Uh, both of us own every season of it. Be- I, because I also used to be a spy. Is that, is that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, so we picked Burn Notice. Uh, so tonight is the first episode we're going to be uh, doing. The first part of the show is live watching. Of uh, an episode of Burn Notice, we're yes. going to talk about the episode, uh, have a little fun, <clears throat> hopefully talking about the episode, yeah, and then uh, uh, you know rate the episode, talk about the episode a little bit at the end, and then uh, you'll have your traditional Wisconsin goodbye, you know, daily news and get us world into news. yeah, get us into um, just and then, hanging out in garage talk afterwards, like and we, then like also, we would normally do. Hang yeah, out. so yeah. we used to be in lawn chairs on a on a very small TV. It was a thirty two inch TV. We have since upgraded. We now have a 65-inch TV in the recording studio. Mm, yeah. we. I have moved everything. Backlit I with ha- LEDs. Backlit with red LEDs right now, right now. for burn notice for burn notice itself. Yeah. Usually they're blue. But for burn notice, it's going to be red. And then I actually have a full studio corner where I play my music. And we also have a studio sound deadening background yeah. where are now yeah. love seat recliner with a center with a center and cup holders which has chocolate in it yep if we so choose to have chocolate yep. so we are sitting in recliners we got these mics coming up and over yeah the way i originally was the, wanting the to have it happen yeah and yeah. uh so now uh, my dreams have came true yeah i think it's good you know and uh we also wrapped our mics on the back side with sound deadening foam we're to too, get rid of the echo we're too cheap to get directional mics so we uh so made we improvise we made our own we overcome and adapt yeah. that's what marines do 
we overcome and sure, adapt. Sure, sure, and sure, that's, sure. that's that's what I came that's up with. That's what you with. did. That's what you got. You know, so it is what it is in these. But I think this is a pretty sweet I setup. Think so. We have four recliners. Yeah, I can't the, promise anyone. In the I'm gonna, armory, I can't promise anybody I'm going to stay awake uh, during this now. But did I bore you that much? No, I'm just saying because it's comfortable. Oh, I was I was like, God damn! I was just <laughs> from, trying to give some details. From, from a, it's from been a, it's been a minute and a half of details of no, what's it's changed because I'm comfortable. It's a comfort, and it's a comfort stand. Shout out to Baby J's. No, no, no. What to uh, your imaginary friend? Yeah, because your fridge is sitting directly to the right of our yeah you got to flip the our, door our couch you got to flip the I door i do though. have to flip the door i'm aware of it that. opens the wrong way right now yeah well you know give me ba- a break baby here. steps i've done i've done some some things you've done a here. lot, of, you've done a lot. I'm, you know I've, i made that. a small space into a yeah. very big large recording space it's, it's homey it is it is it's homey it is yeah. yeah yeah so so um i think before we start let's let, let's give oh. the episode synopsis for uh, for the for the pilot what do you think absolutely which i had pulled up and now i gotta find again because apparently i went away from it so uh, uh for for imdb we're gonna do a little selfie for oh Baby hold on Jay. well then i gotta put my michael weston sunglasses on absolutely we gotta get the selfie in you ready i'm ready let's hit it there we go. There that's, it is. That's going to get sent out to Baby J immediately. Immediately. Yeah, uh, he's been pestering us that he hasn't gotten a response on the email. He is, but, so. uh, but I emailed him back today. I told you what the other email was. Yeah, no, you did. I sent I it to you, it. I thought. Yeah. So the fr- from IMDb, the short summary for the pilot episode of Burn Notice. Michael Weston, a contract agent for various agencies, including the CIA, finds that a burn notice has been issued for him. Stranded in Miami, he takes the case of a caretaker accused of stealing millions from his boss. That is the synopsis of the pilot episode, in case anyone was wondering. Uh, original air date, June 8th, or June 28th of 2007. Uh, so there you go. That's that's the synopsis for the for the first episode. So we have it uh, pulled up on Amazon in case anyone wants to watch along with us. I it is. It's free on Amazon if you have Amazon Prime. I don't know if you have regular Amazon video. I'm not sure how that works. I have Amazon Prime. Yeah. See, um, I'm old school. I own the DVDs. You do, but yeah. I also own the DVDs of um, 24, the entire Sure, which series. is another show that we talked about potentially doing. We did. Because I've never seen 24, and so we thought it would be fun to do a You've Seen It, I Haven't. But... Uh, then, then burn notice struck us, and we, we can't say no to burn notice. That's absolutely not. I mean, it is. It's a classic. I'm excited. I am too, because I love that. I just watched this whole thing, uh, probably maybe a year and a half ago or so. Yeah, we were talking about this. the last time I rewatched it was uh, during COVID lockdowns. I, I think that's probably when yeah. I watched it. I, also, I, I binged through because there's six seasons, right? Yes. Yeah, I believe so. Six or seven. So that should get us through six years. Yeah. So buckle up, people. This <laughs> is podcast. <laughs> And we might, we might, we might, you know, deviate here and there, yeah, uh, to bring you some different material, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then uh, stay tuned after the episode, we're gonna have uh, some sparkling water challenge, yeah. Uh, that was referred to us by Baby J himself, yeah, correct. Uh, specifically, actually, by Baby J's mother, which is hilarious to me because the woman who hates when people belch wants us to belch, wants us to do a challenge that's for sure gonna make us belch on yeah. here. Yeah. Oh, 100 percent. Especially chugging them. Oh yeah. Are we gonna shotgun them, knife in the can and shotgun and just? Well, but it's gonna make that's gonna make a mess in here. 
I mean, it's vinyl plank. We'll just pop it and, sl- and, and slam just slam them. Yeah, slam them at, yeah, at yeah, our yeah. leisure. At our le- at our leisure. At our <laughs> so a, a refuse. So yeah. So let's uh, we'll, we'll get this going here. Uh, we have it pulled up and paused at the opening scene, so I'll give it a countdown: three, two, one. All right, here we go. And we are we are burn notice on the way. So it starts out. He he talks about blending in. Correct. As a spy. Yep. The man is wearing a full suit, lingering on a street corner in Nigeria. Yeah, I mean, and he he's a white guy in the middle of Nigeria. <laughs> right. Let's be realistic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's not a whole lot of white guys in Nigeria. This is not a man blending in. Okay. No, that that's is all a I spy. Yep. Like if that dude's on the corner, I'm gonna say, yeah, he's. He, that's a spy. That's yeah. a cop. That's a spy. Oh yeah. That's something that's not right. I mean, I do the sunglasses are always my favorite thing. I, it's such a good look. That I mean, there's obviously a reason that I bought them. Which mine are coming on Tuesday. Heck yeah, man. Heck yeah. So and 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 you get early on a taste of what is one of my favorite parts uh, of the series, which is Michael narrating stuff. Yes, I love. Right? When Michael narrates, it's his voice. Like he, uh, Donovan. Yeah. His last name's Donovan. The actor? Yeah, the actor yeah, himself. Um, his voice is just, it's perfect for this. Uh, let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll just pull it up on IMDb. I'd say pause it, but we don't want to mess up our Michael timing Donovan? The episode. That might be correct. Let me, hold on. Let me, let me pull up the IMDb on this here. Do, 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 do. All right, cast. The cast. Jeffrey Donovan. Jeffrey. Plays Michael Weston. Yes. So, one of the things that I noticed, and it's going to become very... I also like this. The way they, they name title everybody. Yes. Right? Yeah. I, every scene, it comes yeah. up. If it's a new person in the in the series, the name comes up. Especially if it's someone it important. Says, yeah. And, and some of it is, some of them are really fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, th- this, is, this is like one of my favorite little scenes in burn notice this first the the in general entire series of burn notice is one of my favorite things because this is where he's really working as a spy this is the only time you see him really being a spy and the thing is well actually that's not true this is literally what actually happens in the in the dark world of the cia time out for one second because i have a i want to just interject about the way that this scene is filmed with the shaky cam yeah, well, it makes me effing seasick. <laughs> like, if he's running around and being dynamic, I don't you mind the shaky fucking, cam. You can say fucking, you know that? Yeah, yeah. All right. I don't mind the, the shaky cam if he's running around and being dynamic, but when they're showing a close-up of the map, and it's just like, <laughs> it's like, it's like this. It's like the dude has fucking Parkinson's yeah. with the camera. With it's the, like, hey, man. Chill, dude. Can we get a still yeah. shot of the yeah. map? Can we take your medication before you Wait, pill? Hold on. It, we had, it, okay. Dude, that was perfect. So... The uh, but, see, and you, but you I, were laughing at me because I watched the episode before we recorded. Yeah, no, it's so that I could know this sort of shit. Yeah, but I already knew what that shit is because so, it's been so fresh in me. The voice on the phone that tells him there's a burn notice. Let's not give it away. Is Matt Nix the creator of the show? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm not. That's not a character commentary. It's not. A, it's. That's, I thought you were going to give away the character that. No, actually no, no. The voice him. on the phone in that scene is the creator of the show. No shit, the huh? Show. Oh, that's that's neat. See, and that's but why I, I did I my am, research. I imagine that this is what in the dark world of the CIA, like this stuff actually happens. Like this isn't fake. 
like this kind of black I'm sure black it, ops uh, yeah. shit where they're letting certain people get by with certain things internationally because oh, yeah, there's well, a bigger gain for the nation. You know that blah, that's, blah, blah, you know like, that, that stuff is happening. And I don't think people understand like this stuff is it's it's actually somewhat on point. Yeah. With what does portray behind the scenes. Probably, it's probably not that we don't far, it's probably not too far off base. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree I mean, I'm that. not saying that the dude's going vigilante in Miami so, and can do all this stuff. Uh, without repercussions. Because right. that's but, the thing. The cops never show up. Correct. Right? Never. never so, not even one time. So, I don't, I'm not saying that. So, but, like, this kind of stuff, yeah. where he's, like, I imagine that, the, I mean, there's that's why there's stars he on hits, the CIA wall. Right. Is because he they hits, were burned. He hits a bunch of good, like, CIA, or, or spy tropes here. Bathroom fight. Yep. Right out the gate. Yep. Because there's a bunch of hard objects. Hard objects. There's you gotta be careful things. you don't break the small bones in your hand. Yeah. Absolutely. So you have a lot of hard objects to break their bones with instead of your hand. Right. There you go. <laughs> and then and then you get this. Hey, you I think that this one great time, shot. You remember that one time when I didn't watch this episode right. and I still know the, this? the great shot of the restroom sign and then yeah. two gunshots and then he just walks out. Yeah, like yeah, hey, nothing but a thing. So, I'm, but I'm gonna need your bike. Here's the, this is, this scene I had a, not necessarily a problem, but an interesting commentary on. He was a responsible ass spy because he put a helmet on. And he also put his sunglasses on. on. Yeah. So if he's James Bond, especially Daniel Craig Bond. Right now it, yeah. And I would also bet you $5,000 that Bond throws that helmet at one of those bad guys and then rides away. Oh, 100%. Instead of putting it on, would, but, this is more realistic. Is it though? Because if you were trying to I don't escape, know. I've would never you put been the spy? Would you put the helmet <laughs> on? So th- I think it's an interesting point to compare this to the Casino Royale motorcycle chase. Is that the Casino Royale motorcycle chase? No, I think I, that's the second. It's Quantum of Solace, whatever. Or Spec Specter. One of the. It's one of the because uh, Daniel Craig's Bond does essentially this exact scene. Yeah. And, Pretty uh, much. Uh, actually, actually, damn near. Almost exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like they stole it from Burn Notice. Almost like they stole it. So. We should sue them. The question So becomes, we can build a it, sanctuary of recording studios to watch Burn Notice. Right. It made me have an interesting question. In a pinch, who's your spy? Weston or Bond? Weston. Why? Because he's resourceful. Bond, 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 no, Bond is never really resourceful. Weston makes use of every little thing well, around hold on. him. So we have to qualify which Bond, I think. Still, I'm going to Daniel go, Craig Bond is a separate James Bond from all the other ones. When does any Bond in any series build a bomb out of 9-volt batteries and cell phones? Tell me that. <sighs> this is the MacGyver of That's spies. Like, if we need something to explode, if we need to break into somewhere, this guy has the answer. Sure. He is the MacGyver of spies. Sure. So the other and, thing that I like to put, that, that I noticed and is... And plus, he's got, good, he's got good style. Oh, it gave us a commercial. Holy shit. He's got good style, and he also has good instincts. So when the plane takes off, he gets on a plane that's an over the fuselage wing plane. And when it takes off... The wings are below the fuselage, and it's a different color. 
All right. Well, I didn't. I didn't watch it that close. Right. I did because I want to be able to bring stuff like that to the table. That that's interesting. I did not see that. Yeah. So now we got to sit through a two minute. I was commercial. looking at your eyes. Thank you for that. So, if this is what we're going to get watching this on freebie, we should watch. We it should on watch DVD. it on the DVDs because uh, if we're this if isn't freebie, this is Prime. No, it's playing it through freebie. No, it's yes, Prime it is. Video. It's playing it through freebie. That's why we just saw effing freebie commercial. Okay, all right. It's playing it through Southern Southern New Hampshire no, University. All, then. The, the other side of it is when you loaded it up, it had a freebie thing at the beginning of it. That's what's playing it through. My apologies. Would you like to stop? This? No, no. We're in it now. I'm just saying now instead of taking like an hour and seven minutes, which is the length of the pilot, it's going to be like an hour and twenty. So it's going to be a little longer. So we're going to have to shorten up the, the goodbye next, at the end. The next episode. We'll just do it on the DVD. We'll do it on the DVD. Yeah. I apologize. I don't remember there being commercials when I watched it. Well, that's fine. We just, we just have to vamp through the commercials. It's it's no big it, deal. And we talk through most of it anyways, so it doesn't really so, matter. To, for me, so Bond or Weston, for me, I think it depends on the situation that I'm trying to do. For one, you can't choose a bunch of them, all right? If there is a situation... I don't disagree with you, though. No, so... Wait, I, th- I, wait, think, I think push so, to shove. So, so, period. No matter what situation, who do you pick? Do you pick Weston or do you pick Bond? I think... And, Weston and is tell probably me, and tell me what bond you would pick if you're going to pick it over oh, Weston. Oh, specifically which bond? Specifically which bond would you pick over Weston if you if you pick West if you pick Bond? Right. If you pick Weston, well, guess what? There's only one Weston. They're right. Correct. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. And I pick Weston every time because he's resourceful. So he knows what he's doing. Here's, the, here's what I'm going to say. I think that if you're going to compare Weston to Bond, you can only compare him to Daniel Craig's Bond. I, I agree. Because they're both set in the modern day. They're set in the modern day with the modern technology um, and the modern tactics. So, so here's, Fiona is hot. Here's the other thing. And her accent is Fiona's spot. disappearing accent. Because she's Irish. Oh, well, yeah, 100%. But for six effing seasons, she does not have an Irish accent. Yeah. She has it here. Yep. She loses it. Because she wants to blend into Correct. Miami. Or is it because it's hard for her to maintain? Because if you watch the episode, even in this little conversation they have, she drops in and out of it. I don't know what would be so hard about that, though. Oh, my God. I don't even know. You know what, then? I want you to maintain an Irish accent for the next six years. I mean, we could, we could go we do down do to the pub for a couple of pints. Oh, my God. I don't even know what you're talking about. Uh, it's tru- not that hard. You just gotta You just got to go higher on your end of your syllables. If you're uh, a That's it. true Irish, we wouldn't be able to understand a word you were saying. I actually, I am. I am fifty uh, percent Irish. So, so to, here's my choice. Fifty percent Irish. If you're comparing, you can almost come into my pot of lucky charms. Why don't you just come on right over here? And that's pretty good. Sure. It, I There's mean, Ir- if someone in Ireland downloads this episode, I'm going to apologize, and I'm going to apologize for that. That's just like during Star Trek, Scotty doing a Scottish. Doing doing a Scottish accent. You talk to people who are Scottish, they're like, "Yeah, that's the worst Scottish accent I've ever seen in my life." Gerard Butler would be ashamed of that. <sighs> yeah, he would be because so, he's actually Scottish. He's actually Scottish, and he and like you can hear it in his American tone. He tries to put off, which it fits him though. Yeah. Oh, and for he sure. does, he doesn't really try to do a full American tone, like no. or no accent. No. He he really just lets himself shine. So, I would also pick Michael Weston. Uh, I think he has he has shown that he has the broad range capability to 
MacGyver and reason his way out of situations. That being said, without gadgets, yeah, if I'm, and a whole MI6 to support if him, if I'm looking, depending on the mission, if I'm looking for a brute strength spy, I'm picking Daniel Craig's bot. Right, he runs through a wall in one of the movies. Yeah, well, he just knew where the studs were. You got a big enough dip in there? I had a bubble in my throat. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like that accent? It's good. It's good. It's good. I there's this this is kind of a cool thing at the beginning where he's going through and trying to figure out like just how burned he is. Yeah, checking his bank account. He checking his, and he tries to go he tries to go to the hotel uh, and zero. all his cards are declined. Yeah. So the other thing I noticed is Donovan has two scars on his cheek, right? He's got the one yep. below his left eye that runs yep. up and down, and then he's got that... Right now, it's disguised as a cut below his eye, mm-hmm. and it becomes a part of his character. Correct, which that tells me that that scar was always there, and they yeah. manufactured so, that to make it look, look like it carries through correct. the entire which series. Which is cool. Yeah, exactly. They, they did the same thing to Harrison Ford, Indiana Jones, yep. with the whip crack, because yep. he has that scar on his chin, yep. and they had young Indy whip himself in the face, and they justified that scar. But, and you see and you see the follow-through on that left cheek right. of the scar down here. Correct. So, the thing is, that's a natural thing, yeah. whatever, I mean, he probably got in a badass fight somewhere with a gorilla right. to get that got scar that to begin scar with, somewhere, yeah. but... They made it work in the series. So throughout the, all six seasons, he always has that mark right there right. at the left eye yep. and here. So he got that scar somewhere. You know, I used to have one of these Razor phones. I used to have a, never mind. Razor, the Razor flip phones, Oh, dude. so did I. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, texting in high school. Yeah. You, you just look straight at the teacher like, I ain't right. doing dick. I just got to push S7. I, I got to push 7 <laughs> a bunch of times to get to the S. And you then, know, like, you, you know, know what the funny thing is? It's literally Morse code. Yeah. One, two, three, one, two. One, it two, really three. is. Like, yeah, one, if you two, really three, just four. think about it. Like, it's literally Morse code, and you recognize everything about it. Yeah. And the thing, and even with... Because I used to be able to text without looking at it real easily. The thing is, though, as we get comfortable with smartphones... I love that he's yelling in front of this kid. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> and he apologized. Like, he's a sensible spy. But the thing is... Well, he even, talks about it later in the episode. What makes a good spy is that they can interact but not get attached but Correct. he's not good at that he says it himself yep the thing is though i can text for the most part because i know i've i've tr- my hand knows exactly it's muscle memory yeah so you know where the buttons are it was easier to do on a flip phone oh 100 because you can feel it it's yeah. literally braille yeah i'm helen keller underneath yeah. the desk it's much harder to do on a smartphone it is it is because you'll you miss it but i can get close your, your thumb gets yeah, if I hold a phone, I can get close. But your your thumb gets inundated, 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 inundated. What does that yeah. mean? Inundation is perfectly tuned guitar where you stretch the strings. Yeah, I learned that from producer Jay. So, <laughs> tell me this show is old without telling me this show is old. Yeah, with the old school phone that Michael my grandma is using had. a goddamn phone book right now. In that too. But the phone itself, because yeah, no, those yeah, aren't correct. in hotel rooms. No. They're part of alarm clocks yeah, and yeah, shit nowadays. Yeah. Tell, tell me the show is filmed in 2007 without telling me the show is filmed in 2007. <laughs> and they got a lamp that's not attached oh to anything. Oh, my God. Because usually right. they're mounted to the wall. It's so, like, I, I like and the thing. Also, if, if those came up to the door, I'm not closing the door. Yeah, but you're also not a spy on the run. 
I'm just burned. I'm not on the run. I, I I'm just think, burned. People I, don't like me. I think anymore. the steps that he takes to dodge the FBI or the CIA tail are fantastic. Where he's like, "Yeah, you don't want to go to a nice hotel. You want to go somewhere where a suit's going to stick out and whatever else." Yeah. And it's like he goes to the and you're the only suit there. Right. So if there's another suit like this, this is great. He pays these little kids and like it's like you cannot stick out more no. right now. Correct. And it doesn't matter where you are. Like literally, he's wearing he's wearing the glasses. Right. His head out the window. When has surveillance ever been done like that? Well, <laughs> here's just the, the thing about Michael, though, through the whole series. When Tell I touched him. <laughs> this is so good. For the, they tr- the kids try to extort him for more money. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, shocked. Motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, baby J, for the swear word. Uh, uh, so, throughout the series, Michael does not... He's not a... I feel like he'd stick out like a sore thumb. So after six years of fucking around in Miami, how does everyone in Miami not know what he looks like? But the thing is, in Miami, I would imagine that a dude in a suit walking around isn't, isn't sure, a big but thing. But my, my point like, is, now, him specifically, how does everyone in Miami not know now if you what walk, he looks like? If you walked around downtown Milwaukee, sure, looking like that, like, sure. all right, well, you're either going downtown, downtown, where the business suites, yeah. you know, the business areas are, but if you're just walking around the the hood of Milwaukee in a suit, yeah, you're sticking out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Oh, so this is the shorter version. So in the longer version, he actually has an argument with that guy at the desk. But it's an hour and seven minutes. I know. So there must be a longer version. Which you have. It supposedly it's the DVD version. I'm sorry. Uh. I like you know, but I like he has such good tactics too. He's like, yeah, if you go to any like random place, like you can buy this suit and just say you're belonging to whatever. Yeah, and I, it's one of those things where like you read articles every once and in a while. Nowadays, like, if you went, if you just went into a place that said I'm DoorDash. Oh yeah, you could Grub just walk Pub, right in. And you know they yeah. they gave me specific uh, things. Stop in their at comments Mc, stop saying, at McDonald's and buy yeah, a bag. Yeah, and, yeah, and you can say, well, they told me that they needed it delivered to their hand, physically to them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my ear itches. That's probably the herpes. Pro- probably. Ear herpes. Did you, put, did you put gonorrhea in the headphone yeah, for I me? Did. Thank you for that. I'm going to get ear gonorrhea now. I've been I've been rubbing it with gonorrhea for <laughs> weeks. Perfect. For three weeks. Going to get that ear gonorrhea. Oh, man. So it the, the, the thing that I've always found funny about this, and he calls it out later in the episode where he's like, oh, of course. I know two people in Miami, and both of them are working with the CIA. And you're like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, yeah, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's your that's your click. I also think it's funny that, and you don't know it because you're in Miami, but this is a Christmas episode. Cause, yeah, because he goes and visits his mom, and she had set up the Christmas tree. And Fiona tells him, yeah, she's happy you're back in town for Christmas and blah, 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 and all that shit. That's true. This is a Christmas episode, but it's Miami, so you don't know. You know, the, the thing is, like, just on Jeffrey Donovan, I mean, he's been in a lot of big movies. He has. He pops up every now and again. He, he's been in The Honest Thief. He's been in Sicario. Yes. Which is a very good movie. Which is good. Because yeah, he's, yeah. he's one of the black CIA agents, Blackwater kind yep. of deals in that, which is, I mean, he's always been a good actor, and he's very he's we, he's subtle. He is good. He's subtle. Correct. He, he's oh, here subtle. We, are. we got a vamp for another two minutes. He is subtle. I, he he is a good actor. I enjoy him. You texted me that? I did, yeah. 
Like, what? <laughs> I'm right here. I know you are. That's why it's funny. So, so for everyone, I sent him a picture because <sighs> we took a picture, a selfie. Uh, for baby J, which he emailed us at the Wisconsin goodbye at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Um, so we sent him that picture. So it's only fair that, hey, you know what? I sent it to the dude sitting next to me. Yep. And he texts me back while I'm sitting next to him right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So I. Uh, no. So the only thing is, I feel like he he's either typecast or he's either typecast or he knows what he's good at because he does sort of always play like a hard ass. He does. He does always play a hard ass, and he's always been kind of just he's 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 just leveled. Yeah. He doesn't. He's an even he's, keel dude. Yeah. He's not a big star in a movie. I think there's got to be a movie where he's a bad guy, right? Because I, I feel like he'd be an amazing villain. I he I feel like he is somewhere. Let me look it up here. He's got to be a bad guy somewhere. If only producer. If only producer Rob was here to Google oh. this sort of stuff for us. Oh, I got to. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Although we are quickly approaching the introduction of my favorite character in the show. He also play, he plays a role in Shot Collar, which is a very good movie. I don't know what that was. Shot Collar? It's a so. very good movie. You should watch it. I believe it's on Netflix. What's it about? Um, so this dude was in prison. Okay. And he gets out and he, he like called... He, you have just have to watch it. Ready? Hold on. We're about to we're about to be my favorite character in the show, Sam Axe. Yep. Let me ask you this: Who's the best character on the show? He plays in Hitch too. Oh yeah, he does. Yeah. Who's the best character on the show, Sam and Axe. why is it Sam Axe? <laughs> because he's so laid back. Oh, he's so good, and he just chill like he don't give a shit. No. He just wants beer. Plus, Bruce Campbell is amazing. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And that's why so, I love that they did the rise and fall of Sam Axe. Yeah, so good. Because it is such so check it's this out. so good. When they cast Bruce Campbell for the role, he had a beard. And Matt Nix and the other guys really wanted him to keep the beard. No. And he Bruce Campbell said, No, no, no. He goes, Sam's whole deal is that he's an outcast and he's in Miami mooching off of the rich women in Miami. He wouldn't have a scraggly beard. He's a playboy. He's a playboy. He would be well-shaved, well-groomed, so that he could go in and, like, you know, snooze schmooze them. his way in yep. to these people. He wouldn't be able to do that with a shaggy beard. Mm-hmm. So he made the character choice to not have the beard and to look the way that he does. Which, which is, is perfect. A, it's perfect. It, it just goes to show that Bruce Campbell understood that character mm-hmm. when he went in to do the stuff for He it. became one with the character. He really did. Chuck Finley. Chuck His Finley. code, the code name he uses all the time. It's so good. I'm Chuck Finley. I'm Chuck Finley. Ugh. But also, Jeffrey Donovan really plays this role perfectly. Yeah, he does. He's so good at it. You know, because he's a bad at like in Sicario, mm-hmm. he's a badass mer- mercenary. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. You know, because it's Blackwater, it's Black Ops, all that other shit. So I mean, he just plays this role perfectly. Yeah. Like I said, I forgot that this case was the pilot. The help in this guy. With I didn't the, because the, the I, I I just watched it not too long ago. Yeah, well, but because I, in my mind this was later. I just like how he carries a cell phone, a flip phone on the belt. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got. <laughs> Remember which, which which this this uh this this season came out when I was in high school. Yeah, two thousand seven. Which is where one. we were talking. Like we both had razors yeah. back in that that era. That era. 
and smartphones were very uh, limited and they were very yep. uh, glitchy. Yeah, yeah. With touch screens, like they they they're not what they are now. Well, I think I don't think the first smartphone hit until I was in college. I want to say. Uh, the smartphone hit when I was a junior in high school. It was so very yeah, it would have been college for me. It was me. very yeah. glitchy. Yeah, because we're three years, four three, years, four apart. years apart. I'm thirty. I'm thirty-five. So I turned thirty-one in two months. Yeah, so I'm four years ahead of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's about right. That's about yeah. That's about right. And and let's be honest, those smartphones with touchscreens were not great. We're not fantastic. Well, and I think I want to say. Internet say, plans wanna, were still at one gig, and I you still had my a, my iPod had a touchscreen before I had a cell phone that had a touchscreen. Absolutely, yeah, mine did also. But I also also so this guy, the actor who plays the rich dude, yep. is in a ton of shit. Absolutely, is. and he is also very good. Yep, I can't think of his name, but he's always stayed under. He just he just medi- he's neutral. He's not a super like a super big name. He's not a big star. That's what would be the headline of a movie. A, a dude that makes a living. And nails his shit when yep, he does the every roles. time. Yeah, every I love time. the white suit too. By the yeah. way, pinstriped white suit. How about yep. that? Huh? With a blue checkered undershirt. That's a look. That's a. Th- that's something you could only pull off in Miami. Oh, a hundred percent. Like if I wore that to a business meeting, you can't. No, not here. <laughs> not here. <laughs> of course, the salt would blend in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a Miami only look. Oh man. yeah. You can't wear a white suit anywhere other than Miami. Any light colored suits. Yeah. Really light colored suits in general, or you can only really pull them off and look casual. Well, I think in Miami, like Michael in a tan suit, that's a Miami look, <laughs> right? Or L.A. Or L.A. I'd say or L.A. West but the, Coast, especially the way that he's wearing it though, without yeah. a tie and the open shirt, that's a Miami look. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. You know why though? I think I think I have a bias towards that. That's a my. He's dressed like he's in Miami Vice. Yeah, that's what he's wearing right yeah. now. I I like how he goes in and he plays like a hard, but he also plays stupid. Yeah, at, like at the same time, Michael. It's such a weird thing. Because he comes in like a hard nose, but he also plays dumb to these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cuz like cuz like look he just he just sits there like he's like he's an idiot or something. So this is uh, this is another question that I had as we watched this cuz I don't recall. How long does the fact that he lives above a nightclub? How long is that? I know he always lives in this place. Yep. But is it always a nightclub? Yes. All the way through? Yes. I don't re- cuz I don't recall that. It's the warehouse. Yeah, I know. It's a warehouse nightclub. Because eventually, Sugar, the dude that lives below him, leaves. After he persuasively tells him to leave. Yeah. But then he comes back later as, a, as like an ally. As a client. As an ally. As a client. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not an ally, a client. A client. To help his cousin, right. who's doing the flower gig. Yeah, by the, that's right. Yeah. It is a cool space too that he ends up. It's awesome getting it. Oh, like I so would cool. love that. Yeah, it'd be awesome as a bachelor. I mean, I wouldn't be thrilled about the fact that it's over a nightclub, but I mean, I basically had this space at your house. You really did. You know, I had I had everything. I yeah, had a fridge. Really, I had really everything. It, but it's a cool like mattress layout. on the floor, Not, right? It's a cool. <laughs> it's a cool layout in here too. It is. You know, and like right now, it's just. And it's a it's walk. Just, it's just garbage, but like as the show goes on and he like cleans it up and changes it around, like it's a really and cool space. And then the razor. 
Oh shit. His mom. <laughs> I his mom is another one of my favorite characters in this show. Because she acts so naive through, oh, yeah. throughout, like, probably the first three seasons. But clearly she's the one who taught him how to be a badass, what, right? Yeah. Between that and then, like, having to grow up with... Because uh, his dad is abusive, right? That's his what dad part was of the story abusive. Is. And that's why he, he gets so angry at some point in right. the movie. Especially yeah. when it comes to... When the episode where the, the grieving, abused wife yeah. was looking for her husband... Right. Because he took her child, and really she's an assassin. Right, 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 right. So he he click he gets emotionally involved, which right. he always says. Which he always don't says, "Don't do get involved." Yeah, and but then he can't it backfires. It. it backfires. The other thing is, and we'll see it later. The way his mom looks in this episode, I die every time. Mm-hmm. The haircut, <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> I hope the costume designer got fired in the front of the first episode because. It's bad. It's, it's bad. Not only is the hairdo bad, but it's very, very obviously a wig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, uh, she is a... And I don't remember this storyline hanging around for very long. She's a hypochondriac. Really? In this first episode. Oh, yeah. Right? She's like, oh, I'm always sick, and the doctor's trying to kill me because I have a parasite, but I can't... That's not it. a hypochondriac. The, per, the people who think they're sick all the time. Isn't that a hypochondriac? That's someone who's scared of uh, germs. No, that's a germaphobe. Is it? Yeah. You might be right. I'm pretty sure I am. It's either hypochondriac or hyperchondriac. Hyperchondriac? I don't know. But she is whatever the whatever the one is where you think you're sick all the time. That's what her. It's what his mom is, and I don't remember that storyline like persisting through all the episodes. Oh, it's yeah. a it's a hypochondriac. Hypochondriac, thank you. Yeah. Or a malingerer. A malingerer? You never heard of malingering? I've heard of malingering, yeah. Yeah, malingering is a, a big term used in the military when people would uh Here it is. Yeah. That's obviously a wig. The worst haircut in the history of haircuts. But it's very eighties. Oh yeah. It just makes her character look so terrible. I like that in the first whole bunch of episodes here, he's driving stolen cars. Yep. But he steals them and has them back by the time someone was going to need them. Mm-hmm. So he, like, steals them over the weekend and then brings them back before they need to go to work on Monday. Driving like an idiot. Mm-hmm. The glasses. The glasses always come on when he's going to do some spy stuff, mm-hmm. too. It's his it's version literally of the his James, James Bond, Bond theme. theme. Yes. <laughs> I was just going to say, it's his version of the James Bond theme. The glasses come on. You know Michael's about to do some Michael shit. And she has no idea. No. Well, it, doesn't at some point, like later in the series, she's like, you think I didn't know all this shit? You thought mm-hmm. I was an idiot this whole time? Yeah. You know? Because she ends up joining his, like, team and helping him out all the time and stuff all like the, that. And like I said, the first, like, two, three seasons, I think she's, like, kind of playing dumb. I think so, yeah. Well, I forget what it is, because isn't it, like, the first major crisis he goes through is when she joins the team, basically. Because uh-huh. he has to, like, lay low at her house or something. Or don't they, they blow her house up, don't they? They blow the house up. Yeah. 
It's such a bad wig. It's so terrible. Like, it's literally like I'm watching... Nine, it's it's like, not even combed well. Like, look at the back of it. It's almost like I'm watching the very first James Bond movie where the dude sniffs a towel. Yeah. Yeah. You're never going <laughs> to let that go. It's not even... Like I said, it's not even a well-maintained wig. Like, it's so weird in the back and everything. And, and it's like unproperly cut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's a terrible you look. Can't, you can't have layers that low. No, it's such a ter- such a terrible look. I I love how he how he and his mom argue though because it sells their relationships so, like so and she good. just always lighting a cigarette yeah chain smoking this is great he keeps trying to he's constantly trying to get a hold of his handler here mm-hmm. yeah I know he doesn't exist. <laughs> And I liked when you could just flip a phone shut right, and, and it h- hangs hang out. It up. Yeah. Instead of trying to press a button and yeah. like, I see these scenes. I think are funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just going to groceries, the, right? And he's just cutting the line to get to where he needs to go. I need to go behind the fence that you don't know is a fence. Yeah. And now I'm building a bomb. Well, he's building a fake bomb. I'm building a bomb. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you know how to build a fake bomb, it means you know how to build a really good bomb. Well, no, I would argue if you know how to build a real bomb, you can build a convincing fake bomb, which is what he's trying to do, right? Which, so therefore, he is the best person to have on your team. Yeah. In a crisis where you need some spy shit going on. So, just to make the case for this. I wonder if they got put on the FBI's most wanted watch list. So, there's a a bunch of stuff in this show. Because that's a straight up pipe bomb. Yeah. There's a bunch of stuff in this show that uh, they've talked about where they're like, this is legit. That actually works. Yeah. Like, people have gone through and done some of these things that mm-hmm. he talks about. Like, here's how you build this thing. Yeah. And it works. Yep. So, like, he's something. a lot of that stuff sounds like it's bullshit. It's not. But it's not. Like, it's all it all, in theory, would work. I was watching this. So, the way that the kid has his hands when he looks at him. Right, because they focus in on his hands. I was like, "Oh, the kid's got a disability, right?" <laughs> Which I thought was going to be like what tugs at Michael's heartstrings or whatever, but no, he's just coloring weird. I don't. Yeah, he's just weird. No. This is so good. Well, in that case, it would be necessary. So yeah. And who the fuck brings tea? tea Wait, I, like I don't that. think he made tea. So he asked me if he wanted coffee. But that's a shot. But they're in Miami, so it's probably espresso. Yeah, 100%. And he's Cuban. He's Cuban. So therefore, he makes espresso. He makes espresso. And he makes a damn good espresso. Because <laughs> guess what? We have our own resident espresso we maker. Do. We do. We do. Which he has a very a good podcast also. Yeah, I don't know that there's been a new episode of it with any sort of recency, but... But he does. But he does have a podcast. I don't... The, the name evades me. The Big Shooters Up Front. Big Shooters Up Front. Yeah. I don't know where it's available to be listened to. Uh, it might only exist in saved files on his computer. Oh, he never published well, I don't them. know. I think he did, but I, I wouldn't be able to tell you where. Mm, volleyball. I wouldn't be able to, the, the transitions in this show kill me. 
Ah, uh, <laughs> Sam being Sam. Yeah, that's what's up. With just the five o'clock shadow. Yep. Which is perfect for his character. <laughs> they got guys here. I, don't, I think it's great that the first like handful of times you see Sam, he doesn't help Michael at all. And I like how every time that a lot of times that Michael goes to approach Sam, Sam's in a bathing suit with a drink. Yeah. And Michael is coming up in a full, in a suit, full suit to a poolside. Yeah. Well, or it's like for the first, I think, it, I don't know if it runs through all the seasons. I think it does. But uh, the constant revisiting of like Sam dating a different woman. Oh, yeah. Because he'll be like, hey, yeah, I'm dating With this. With the Cadillac? Yeah. The, the one yeah, who the gave, Cadillac, gifted him a Cadillac. Gifted him a Cadillac. She gave this to me as a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they don't they ruin that Cadillac? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's going to be pissed. Barry, another returning character who yep. returns multiple times. Who is times, amazing. Who's fantastic. I, I don't think... I don't think there's a bad character in this show. There really isn't. You know what I mean? The the one-off people who come in for an episode are great. They play it perfectly. Yep. The the, the returning characters are consistent. Are consistent. Concha, Concha is a very good character. Yep. Who plays through a few episodes? Yeah, in a couple. Because she's like, and and the the reason why I like this series is that there's villains. Yeah. That stay through through a pretty much a season. Yeah. And and each well, one and the thing is that the storyline never it never restarts. It always is a continuation. Correct. And it's so, just a new layer for I him think, to get through. I think it's season five. This is a spoiler alert for season five. But you get the introduction of maybe one of my favorite television actors, which is, and I'm blanking on his name, but the guy who plays Dr. Cox in Scrubs. Yes, yes. Who Who is like the next person yeah. for, for Michael to get into. And he's around which for like he's a whole. the best. He's like a whole season. He's the best. And, and the that thing is, dude is so good. His personality does not change between this and Scrubs. Same guy. It's the same dude. Same character, yeah. Same dude. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. Because yeah. He, he, never, he never evolves... Um, to fit a persona, no, he he, he is it. him. Yeah. yeah, he is him, and he's gonna play who he is, and he does it well, in Scrubs. It is the same person we see on screen. In, it's, it's, I think season four yeah, or five. I think four or five. When he, when he's when but he's it's playing part of the reason this. that he's so good. It's the same reason that like people say that Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool is so good. They're like, yeah, it's because he's just playing himself. It's him. Yeah, it's him. <laughs> he's just playing himself. Like he can't play it. He just plays himself. Yeah, and I feel like that's what a good actor is. I love this. Hi, mom. And it's it's his you know, handler. <laughs> and the thing, and it's the same with Jeffrey Donovan. He doesn't play anyone but himself. I think he, yeah. Because even when you look at Sicario, he's the same, right. same sarcasm, same everything. Mm-hmm. In all the movies he plays, he's that same dude. Yeah. Where there, there's a lot of actors. How long is is Dan the handler a character that shows up? I think it's. It's 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 very early in this season. Cause then he very, doesn't play very long. Yeah, in very this quickly season. he gets to like the next person. the next person. Yeah. He doesn't do, play do, long in this. No. So I, and and this is getting and ahead. It, it evades me who takes over as a next level. Who the next level person is? Because and and I realize like it's going to be. In five years before we get to any of this, so me talking about it now doesn't really like ruin anything. Plus, it's a fifteen-year-old show. Um, There's that, and people probably don't even know this. Don't exists. even know this exists. But um, the reason, oh, you know who else shows up? I'm again. I'm gonna forget his fucking name, and I'm gonna give you a reference to who he is that you're not gonna understand. But he plays Crowley in Supernatural. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly who that is. Yep. Oh, and no, I don't, Andy. 
Um, no, it's not Crowley in Supernatural. It's um, James Spader. No, no, it's... it's the guy who plays again. I don't know if you're gonna get this reference. Um, Daniel Jackson in Stargate. Cool. Frick. Okay. Well, cool. I'm really glad you brought up Stargate because I watched every one of those. He's meeting Sugar right now. Hold yeah. on, I'll get the guy's name. Michael Shanks. Uh, and then he bends him right over. This dude. Bitch. He shows up later in this series as a bad guy. Here, hold on. I'll show you a picture of him in this. Oh, Miami. Let's just move to Miami. I'm down for it. Let's see. Here he is in this show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's a bad guy who, like, manipulates, and he's such a good actor he, in this. He, he manipulates to think, to make Michael believe that he's on his side that he's, and he's on trying his to side. help him. So I forget, is he the guy? Because there's another guy, because the plot ultimately gets revealed that they on purpose burn Michael because they want to convince him to join, like, an evil spy organization, Correct. right? And that is where the other blackballed dude yeah. comes into play because he's the head of the organization. He's the head of that organization. Basically the recruiter for the organization. Right. To bring him into this basically Blackwater, 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 Black team. So I think th- I think this is great. Michael goes in here to buy this art, oh, and yeah. he plays the part so good that yeah. the guy thinks he's hitting on him. Yep, and invites him in the back to look at the nude Greco-Roman statues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the look on Michael's face when he realizes, like, oh shit, this guy thinks I'm hitting on him. And the scars healing nicely. Yeah. The right ear pierced. Boy. Look at his face. <laughs> you notice that he has his ear pierced? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. 108 seconds for the commercials. Sounds like a good time for me to pee. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. I'll just, suck up. I'll just suck up some air time here. That's fine. Yeah, you can you talk know, about Shrek or some shit. It's, it's easier to vamp when there's another person in the room, so like, i got to try to do it by myself now. For 90 seconds, 90, 90 more seconds. Basically, you always talk to yourself. Yeah, but I don't know. It's different in this case. So, but uh, yeah, so uh, to, our, uh, to our main emailer, whose idea it was, uh, we do have the sparkling water. We talked about it at the top. Um, I did stop and get that. I know you probably doubted me on that, but we did we did get it. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna do it at the end here. Um, we'd gotten a question earlier to just now now no segue about why we were doing James Bond and uh, it it really wasn't or there wasn't a reason we were just kind of doing it because that's the movie series that we were watching at the time. Um, and. Uh, Coincidentally enough, we did happen to pick another spy genre to do for the show. Uh, very clearly, we have a type of thing that we enjoy, and spy spy stuff is it. So, and I think it's an interesting comparison. Like we were talking about the comparison about, spe- especially like the Daniel Craig James Bond, as it compares to uh, 
uh, Michael Weston. Now, I think some of it is it's, it's difficult to compare the two because you're not seeing as much of as many missions from Bond as you are from Michael Weston. Because from Weston, essentially every episode is an individualized mission that gives him a different opportunity. Whereas for Bond, we only have four movies from, from the Daniel Craig Bond. So it does make it a little more difficult. One of the tropes that comes up through the entire series is Michael constantly eating yogurt. Using graphite from a pencil lead to take a finger with fingerprint with silly putty. Doing some serious spy work. This is the other thing. I think you do see more spy work out of Michael uh, than you do out of Bond. And again, I think that has to do with just the differences in presentation from a movie to a TV show, and then also the sheer volume of missions you're seeing Michael go on. And that is the explanation for why he does what he does, because he always gets involved. So there's a continuity error here. He cuts the carrots, and then the camera view changes, and the carrots are whole again. Somebody's got to talk to the continuity director on that. I know my, my father enjoys a good continuity error. Hmm, I don't know, you know. I so he took all those so he took pictures of documents on his phone. And somehow gets them somewhere to be printed and I don't remember what the process for getting a a picture off of a flip phone would be to get it printed somewhere. cuz I don't I don't remember I don't remember if you cuz I don't think you could plug your flip phone into your computer and get your pictures. Oh, you could. Could you? You could because there's actually an SD card reading. Um, if you plugged your flip phone, if I remember properly, is it would come up as a storage device, like a oh, USB drive right. would be. Yeah, so you could put stuff nowadays. On there. I think you're correct. So you could pull them up, but they weren't great quality. Right. The fact that he took pictures with that phone that when you blew them up were able to be read, I think, is astonishing. I don't think that's possible on a razor. This is so great. That's the best part. <laughs> and the kid just smiles at him. <sighs> this show is definitely famous for its girls in swimsuit transitions. From it's Miami. It is my. It is Miami. So let's be realistic here. And of course, so, the old dude, because he's got money. Yep. Got these babes in bikinis. So was it about this point when I was watching this earlier today? With the, before I realized that the pilot I just is like how he's just standing there. Like a good henchman. Yeah. I also enjoy how he just has a fucking crystal ball in the middle of his table for no reason. I mean, I wish I had a crystal ball in the middle of my I, table. I wish I had enough money to just have a random crystal ball. As decor. <laughs> to, as decor, just for shit of it. Yeah. Outside. Outside, Not right. to mention. Yeah. 
That being said, I would argue that the weather here is not... Except a hurricane. Conducive to crystal ball outside weather. I mean, it could be as long as there's not a hurricane. Yeah, that's fair. Because realistically, they don't get a whole lot of rain. I don't think. So was it about this point in my first watch through, not having realized that the pilot episode is longer? Where I was like, how much longer is this effing episode? It's long. It's long. Because it's, it's, it's a good 20 minutes more than a, stan- than a standard episode. Actually, it's like 40. So... Because uh, a we, regular episode is 42, 42 minutes, and this is an hour and seven. Hour and seven. So that's 27, 27 minutes. minutes. So we talked to about my this, good math. We talked about this before recording. I read you this the the thing. Yep. That the pilot episode uh, is longer and was aired as two separate episodes. Except that uh, that's sort of not true. So it aired as two episodes internationally. In the States, on USA... It was one. It aired as one 90-minute episode. Which is what this is. Which is what this is. Well, this is a uh, hour-long episode, but if you jumped in commercials... It's an hour and seven minutes. Right. But if you jumped in the commercials, that's going to get you to your 90, your 90 unbroken minutes of television. But it's only about seven minutes of commercials. So we have an extra ten minutes. Because it's only two minutes per commercial. Sure. And there's only five commercials, four commercials. That's eight minutes. Television commercials on TV are usually longer than that. I know, but I'm saying this. This, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're, that's we're watching why, right now. That's why I'm wondering if this is actually the extended version. It can't be because the scene where he argues with the the security guard wasn't in it. We watched it. They the, skipped the very it. big, yeah. So I apologize for so our viewers. Can't, it can't be. I apologize to the viewers thinking that, hey, this is going to work out great. It's still good. It's still... This would be... But the thing is that's nice is is if we watch it on DVD, we're not going to have any commercials. No commercials. Which is what we need to do. Yeah. So the next Lesson episode, learned. What, episode two. Hey, hey, leave the bowl alone. It's, it's it's empty. So, but so what, truthfully, what we are watching is the ninety-minute episode that aired to launch the show. Yes, and I apologize for that. Oh, hey, it's all good. Oh, Nate. hi, dog. You gotta get down. Off. Good boy. We have my dog in here, and he's he gets curious. Nay. Off. Good boy. Plots. I think this is so for the pilot Plots. episode where you're introducing Michael as, a, as this badass. It's such a smart move to, like, give him this moment with Fiona of vulnerability. To, yes. like, flesh him out as a dude. As a person. But Fiona. <laughs> right? I'd be vulnerable because he, with Fiona. He, he admits to her that she's the closest he ever got to, like, walking away from it all and calling it a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could spend more time with this, Michael. Well, they end up together at the end of the series. Which, spoiler alert, to be honest, the very last episode, yeah. that last scene, yeah. almost brought me to tears. Because they're in a, because they're in a cabin in Scotland, right? Or yes. Ireland. Yes. And yeah. the thing is, like, you know, when you watch I this, like how he scouts the the, four, the third CIA agent, that she, FBI agent that she didn't notice, the Indian woman at the bar. Yeah. But the thing is, like, when you watch this full and full through, you're so invested into this life. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you really get sucked into it. If you really like this show, you get sucked into it. And yeah. at that last episode, it pulls on the heartstrings when they're yeah. sitting together in Ireland. Oh, yeah. In front of the fire, it's like, holy shit. Because, yeah, they, yeah. Be, it's a journey ex- for them. Especially when you watch the journey. Sure, because there's, there's uh, seasons where... Because they break up when she has a boyfriend. Yeah, where she leaves, totally leaves. <laughs> She's not even around. Well, and then, and then she leaves her boyfriend right. in the middle of random dates to be with Michael. To be with Michael, yep. You know, yep. so it's like it really invests you and it's it sucks you in just like any good movie does. This is it hilarious. sucks you in. She kicks the shit out of this guy. Sugar so, sugar. Sugar wants you up. So one of the other things that I think is was interesting about watching this episode is seeing all the parts from this episode that they pull to put together the opening credits. I can handle this now. Right? Because I, I can handle myself. The, the scene, this last, the last scene where Fiona's like, "Should we shoot them?" That's in the opening credits. <laughs> I love that part. Uh, Sam coming up, he says, "You know, spies, bunch of bitchy little girls." Yep. That's in the opening credits. Yep. Michael standing at the top of the stairs and like spinning to go behind the wall. I, well, that's in the opening credits. Well, and the thing is, though, the pilot episode ne- doesn't have that period. Doesn't have that period. Correct. It's the second episode that has the credit, the yep. opening credits, which is funny as shit. Yeah. Spies, they're just a bunch of bunch bitchy of bitchy little, little girls. girls. It makes me should laugh. We shoot them? Every, should we shoot them? Spies, bunch of bitchy little girls. It makes me laugh every single time. I love how she kicks the shit out of this guy and then wants and to then, go upstairs and sleep with them. And, and he's like, I have to deal with this. You can't just like yeah, leave you, people. Yeah, you can't just beat the fuck out of the dude. Yeah. And then just uh, just, just leave. expect to us go bang on my uh, mattress that's on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Which I had for, for probably about a year and a half. Mattress on the floor? Yeah. 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 It was and a now good mattress, I, though. I mean. It's the same one. Yeah. Same one with the proper, with the proper, with the proper bed frame. Be, uh, with or the proper box, box frame. Spring. Yeah. yeah but a I topic hate, which we have discussed on this show before. But the thing is, though, I hate the fucking uh, frame that I have. Why is that? Because it creaks now. Oh. Bob's Furniture, never buy from there. It's trash. I would have expected you to have built a frame. Well, and that's the thing. So we found this full bedroom set with the dressers, and this one has the drawers and the bed frame, and yeah. it came with nightstands. It was a oh, decent sure. price. But the thing is, every time I move, the fucker creaks up by my head, and it pisses me off. Do you move, so, a lot your, do you move around a lot in your sleep? Oh, yeah, 100%. Like, I move around in the middle of the night, and it pisses me off because it creaks because I don't want to wake her up. Sure. Um, but so what I'm going to do is I'm going to burn my bed frame, <laughs> and I'm going to build one properly yeah. with two-by-sixes. There you go. And it's going to be Two-by-sixes? Flo- yeah, it's going to be a floating. Damn. It's going to be a floating bed frame. No, I suppose. If that makes sense. No, yeah, I got you. Yeah, so it's gonna be floating bed frame. So it's gonna look like the thing is just floating midair. That's cool. Because this thing pisses me off. Yeah. I've even tightened the bolts with Loctite. Oh wow. And the thing. And they'll they work themselves loose. No, it just creaks. Oh. Because sure. it's trash. <laughs> that's such a good joke too See, that's, this is the other thing about Michael he's also funny yeah right and he's quick witted very quick yeah that stud finder cannot be good I just like same, how they show a, it's they the same show, stud finder my dad has I like the show like how they show this, this. Is, the, right this whole this is so good <laughs> and he goes to a hardware store yeah yeah there it is 
Remember that. Yep. If we need to fight a war together, we're bringing duct bringing tape. duct tape. I so he does the other great thing that you don't see Bond do very often, which is mission prep. Correct, and that's the thing they really show it. <laughs> so I was talking my about knee. my knee. I was talking about this while while I was while you were out of the room. I think part of the reason that we both pick Weston over Bond. So he's smart. Hold on. You get to see Michael do more missions because the show is six seven seasons long, right? And because of the way that television is made, you get to see more of what's happening. The prep. Correct. Of what he's doing. You don't get to see that stuff for Bond because, no, because of the way that the movie is edited. Because it only can be two hours. Right. Or two and a half and, hours and you or whatever only, it is. If you're, if you're using only Daniel Craig Bond, you only see four missions. Yeah. If we had seven seasons of Daniel Craig James Bond, we might be having a different discussion. If it was an episode. Right. Because they would build it. Correct. It would build on it. You'd get to see him in missions where he was stranded by himself. Because you got to know that that happens. But here's, here's my rebuttal to that is... I cannot see Here's, Daniel. This is in the credits. Yep. I cannot. The, scene, the shot right that, there. That shot right there is in the credits. <laughs> that <laughs> isn't. That is <laughs> not when he's pouring vodka into, into it. a soda can. <laughs> this is why Sam is so he, good, He's man. awesome. But the thing is, I don't see the Daniel Craig Bond doing the things that Michael Weston does. No, I, I agree. Because, because Daniel Craig is an action guy. Here's the thing. Michael says that his problem is that he can't help but get connected. Yeah. I don't think that Daniel, Daniel Craig, Craig Bond has that problem. Could you imagine Daniel Craig Bond in this series? There's no way. You can't because no. he's too much. Daniel Craig's a hard ass. Yeah. yeah. And and that's his character that he's played. Correct. Whereas Michael Weston, Jeffrey Donovan, I, is soft. Yeah. He, I don't, he is hard yeah. and, and he's soft. Oh, boy. I don't see. I just. I don't see. <laughs> I don't see Daniel Craig Bond no, getting wrapped up with like a family and feeling bad for them and helping them. I don't yeah. see that. Just because. And then not taking the money. Right. You know, because that's what he's doing. That's he's just trying he to does. build yeah. some money, but he gives back all the money. Which is, why, which is why it takes him six years to get the money to do what he has to do. Absolutely. You know, and so it's just, I can't see Daniel Craig doing I love Craig that he builds this. this bug out of cell phones that he bought. Yeah. I think that that's cool, too. Because, so this is another reason I think the show Which is Which I think me and you should go buy a burner phone and try and build a bug. He's he's a modern, modern-day MacGyver. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah. That's he's, why I pick him every time. He's the A-team and MacGyver at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. If he had a van, right. we're done. Right. And a Ferrari. And a Ferrari. If, wait, no, if... Michael had a van. Oh boy, no! If anyone's driving a van, it's Sam. Like, let's be real about no, it. No, no, Sam drives a Ferrari because no, of I his into because right. of his. I think his Fiona women. rolls in with the panel van because of her IRA history and to pick up yeah. Michael. Yeah. and then Sam comes in with the Ferrari. By the way, I always thought this house was fucking cool. Oh, it is. It's great architecture. Yeah. I'd love. It to really have is. This it's, house. A, it's a beautiful architecture that he that they have. Look at the stone wave on it. It's so cool. It's just such a cool house. Plus the way it's laid out, I think it's. Ha! Cool. She still has the wig. It's so bad. I think she loses it in the next episode. I believe she does because then she goes to the shaved the short sides hair, which is a way better the, look for her. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. The 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 shoulder, the neck length hair. Yeah. I guess you could call it. Yeah. The, with the bangy with the bangs. bangs. Yeah. 
It's not her. It is a very nineties slash two thousands look. And though. maybe maybe it's because all the other episodes we know her as spiky hair. Right. And maybe that's why it looks so odd when we really watch the season. Well, here's again. the thing. This is what I'll say. This haircut fits the character she's currently playing. A right? comforting mom who cares too who, much. Who cares too much, who is concerned she's always sick, is sort of like this mousy woman. It fits that very much. But then the short, like, spiky haircut where she starts to be, like, a badass, kind of. Yeah. That fits that character way better. 100%. Yeah. So, so she talks about his brother a bunch. Do you remember when we first see his brother? Season two. Nick? Does it take that long? Or is it It's late season one or early season two? And his brother, I think the reason you see him, his bro, the first time you see his brother, his brother's a client, right? Because he falls in with some shitty people. With some shitty people with gambling. Yeah. Because he's a gambler. Right. It's either late season, mid to late season one or early season two is when he becomes a thing because he gets pissed off that the dad willed Michael the car. The car. Which is what him and his dad always worked on. Right. And his dad's an abusive fucking piece of shit. Right. That car is legit too. Oh, it's a charger. Yeah. That's a sweet car, dude. That's, that's my dream car to build. Really? That and a Trans Am. Because oh, I had go. I had a 77 Trans Am. Or actually a 78 Trans Am. I had a 77 front end for it. So yeah. it looked like Smoking the Bandit with a shaker hood. Okay. And I literally... I had the car. Me and my dad, it, it ran. Yeah. Um, T-tops. Everything. Oh, wow. Um, I love this. He's out in the middle of the street trying to find a car to steal. After my dad passed, I still had it. Yeah. And I just wasn't feeling it anymore because that was a car that me and him were going to put together. Oh, sure. So me and my Uncle RP, we kept looking at it, looking at it. We really got under it and looked at it. And the whole rear support um, was completely rotted out. We would have had had a fucking completely cut. Because in a Trans Am, it's a unibody. Okay. Okay, so you got the whole body up to the firewall. Yeah. And then you got the stub that comes in and bolts in. Sure. All right. So the whole rear in the trunk area, you got your frame rails that run in, but it's a unibody. So it's all connected. Uh, We would have had to cut it all out and box it in, which is a lot of work. Yeah, it would have been a lot of work. And me and my uncle were just like, you know, I think think we're just going to sell it. Sure. You know, because it just wasn't there anymore. Because that was that was a dream that me and my dad had together. Yeah. yeah so yeah. so we decided not to do it and sold it. And I like I had I had the quarter panels for it. I had the fenders for it. Yeah. I had the whole '77 front end. Like this thing was gonna be the fucking smoking the bandit car, just like my dad and me in a vision together. Yeah, yeah. And and I sold it, and I wish I never did. Sure. Because that car, I wish I had because I would love to work on that car. And I'm never going to get a deal like that again. Yeah. Which I could. I could find a wrecked one. You could one. find a wrecked one. And literally, that's a 78 Trans Am right there. In this, yeah. Right here. That's a 78 yeah. with a 78 front end. I had that exact car. It's funny that this comes up because... Right. I was just going to say. 
It's funny because that's the Kari steel. That's a 78 Trans Am. <laughs> also, airbags don't stay inflated like that. Nope. They deflate immediately. Um, but yeah, so, and, and so that was, that was our, he gives the guy his wallet and his Rolex. Yeah. That was me and my dad's dream to build this smoking the bandit car. Sure. Have the full fucking screaming eagle on the front of the hood and everything else. But yeah, so that's a, actually that's an eighties, uh, front end. Um, but yeah, so, but I would love I want to build a charger if I can find a charger, which is expensive. Yeah. Um, if I could find a charger, I want to blow it out and throw a blower the through the hood. The kid looking at the. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if I can find a charger, I want to get a charger, build it, throw a blower through the hood and paint it. Oh. So, this scene is funny because it's Michael being awkward as shit with this kid. Also, I talked about this when you weren't in here. The trope of Michael constantly eating yogurt is hilarious to me. I actually went on a bend of just yogurt. I used to eat a lot of yogurt. No, like I just went on a bend. Just, just yogurt? Eat, just eating. It was a de- it was a depression. Sure. You know, and I just ate yogurt. Um, this was years and years ago. Um, so that's all I did. Like if I, if I even felt hungry, I'd just eat a little bit of yogurt. Yeah. And I'll be fine. It's a good snack, right? Oh yeah, no, you you drew you drop a ton of weight when you just eat yogurt. Not a bet, a hundred percent. A bet, yeah. And it was great. So he teaches this kid like how to fight back, right? Yeah. So this scene is interesting. So he goes over and he's like, "Hey, you know, it doesn't mean anything." And, he and he's shows so him. awkward. <laughs> yeah. He shows, but he shows the kid all the bruises after his broken rib, right? And and, and the line he says is I have two black belts and I got my ass kicked. Donovan actually has two yes, black does. belts. And in like a jiu-jitsu. bunch of training in jujitsu and, and karate. Is it karate or some other? I know I, it's jujitsu. Yep. I know he's a black belt in jujitsu. Yep. I, I think it's, it's karate. karate. Yeah. So he has two and a training in other fighting things. Krav so like, Ma- actually, he's trained in Krav Maga. He's trained in... Escapes me. It's a Chinese fighting. Sure. But I know it's it's jujitsu, karate, is black belts. I'm pretty yeah. confident in that. Which and he's also training Krav Maga. Which have you ever done Krav Maga? I've done some because I did. I actually went to a training studio and I did Krav Maga for yeah. probably about eight months. Yeah. With uh, one of one of our brethren. Yeah. Um, who actually is an instructor for it. Oh, interesting. Um, so yeah, and Brian. You know Brian. Yep. So he's actually an instructor of Krav Maga. Oh, okay. Um, at uh, a studio in in the area. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, keep, keep it vague. <laughs> I am. I am trying. But no. So I did that for about eight months uh, doing Krav Maga, and that's and that's where a lot of my fighting techniques sure. come from when I. Uh, sure. Well, it's when, a very practical fighting style. And that's the thing. That's yeah. what I love about Krav. Is because it's an Israeli defense, yep. and it's actually practical. Yeah, it's not karate, it's not jujitsu. Right. Which which producer Jay is actually a big jujitsu guy. Is he really? He's very big in jujitsu. Um, I want him to teach I, me Brazilian dance fighting. <laughs> I, I don't know what belt producer Jay is in in Brazilian jujitsu, but he is very very good at jujitsu. No. Um, 
and like my Krav, but Krav is practical. Yeah, this is great. He's this is where he finds out that Sam's actually informing on him to the FBI. Yeah. Maybe me and you should like because uh, the Krav Maga area. Yeah. It's seventy dollars a month. That's not bad. And I did it like I said for a long time. Yeah. But it's a very good workout. It really is. Yeah. But unfortunately, right now, like our schedules don't line up. No. No, and they, they have mornings right and evening classes, but I could go in the morning on most days yeah, and but I evenings couldn't. on only some. Yeah. And you can go on we're, evenings we're opposite. and some. We're very opposite. Yeah. But same. It's the same. Yeah, that'll, can, that'll, that'll work itself out eventually. Yeah. That'll work itself out eventually. It's just like that uh, episode of Impractical Jokers. That'll work itself, work itself out. out. <laughs> so the the thing that I so I I love his haircut it's so good the, they look because they do look like just suits but I think the funnier thing that they could have done is had those guys be named the same because the joke in movies is always that uh, when the FBI or the CIA gets introduced they're like yeah I'm Agent Smith and this is Agent Smith or Agent Anderson and Agent Anderson they should have had the same name yeah but the one with the slick back hair with the good hair yeah yeah it reminds me of almond oh yeah yeah yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's going to know what that is. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, it's fine. But I couldn't, I couldn't, there's no way, other way to explain it. No, there really isn't. Because it is almond. Yeah. Nah. 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 You so just stay right I can't wait till we get to my favorite episode. Which is? Where Michael plays the devil. Oh, that is my. And the car explodes. It's the best episode of the it series. It is the best when he's just, he's <laughs> banging the gangbangers. Yes. And he's just like. So one of the things that got pointed out in the goofs in this episode, the ammo he pulls out is 50 caliber. Yes. And he fills a 357. Yes. Yeah, it doesn't work <laughs> like that. Oh, so I'm not sure. Everyone how, do not. I would just like to point out. I'm not For, sure how this is supposed to work. A safety disclaimer, do not put 50 cal ammo in a revolver in a for a so 357. It doesn't I don't, work. Whatever don't he do just, it. The automatic gun that he just built. I, a road flare taped to a... I don't understand how that's supposed to work. I don't either. But it does, apparently. If you if you took a road flare to you some You got blanks, a 357? I do. Let's try it. I, we can, if you we, put can, it, I'm we saying, can go to uh, Producer K's house. Excellent. And try it out. And try it out. Here's this is all I'm saying. I don't. If you took a road fire to some blanks, would they go off? I don't know. This is the other problem. When he pulls it out in like two minutes to show this to show Pine, what he actually did, the road flare is not burned. Just wait. The road flare is intact. Yeah. So what the fuck did he build? He built a nothing. Right? <laughs> Got him. This is great. The gun goes off. Oh, I guess the safety was off. <laughs> He's making jokes in the middle of a fight. In the middle of a fight. fight. See, so now this is the 357 supposedly going off. And How? How? I don't understand what he built. This is fun. This is great. Shoots his own dude. Yep. 
I mean, this dude's lucky that he got shot in the abdomen and not, like, in the face. And I like how he's just knocked out. Like, he's not even struggling yeah. anymore. This is good. Put it on the ammo and the slide. Let's yeah. hold on. Redact all that. <laughs> good advice for anyone listening. Just watch the episode. See, You'll get so look, it. the road flare is not burned. Well, it is a little bit, but you wouldn't be able to, like, I don't understand. Give me a second. I'm talking. <laughs> I love that he's funny. I, it's so. <laughs> he just elongates yeah. it. This bad guy, uh, Mr. Pine here, the bad guy, really has a thing for pinstripe suits. He does. Because he's he not wearing a black pinstripe suit. Nope, it's a gray. That's true. Charcoal gray. Actually, with, per, per, with, with light gray stripes. Per discussion that I just had with my father, the point that I was making is that so the human eye can't actually see black, true black. So the best you can get is super dark gray. True. <laughs> All right. So even the most, the like the most perfect black that humans can make, the quanta black or whatever it is, isn't actually true black. Really? Yeah. It's dark gray. Su- in technicality, it's super, 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 super dark gray. Huh. Interesting. I mean, it's so dark that it's essentially black. It, it's indistinguishable, you know. But it's yeah, it's essentially gray. And this is where you find out that Michael's a good guy. This is hilarious to me. Okay. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> the, so they, he just stands by and watches. Well, so he uses the move that Michael taught him, right? And then it cuts away, and then it he says something, and then it cuts back to the kid he taught throwing extra punches at the kid on the ground. Watch. It's fucking hilarious. Give me your binoculars. <laughs> Also, why does he need binoculars? It's a hundred feet away. <laughs> it's so close he can hear the kids. Oh, and Ready? Down. Wait, hold on. Now they're going to go back. Boom! Just extra, extra hits, man. <laughs> Just full extra haymakers. And then Fiona. No, 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 no. So he goes back in, and this is where he finds oh, out that right. there's like a, a new. Uh, this is where they introduce the new the, handler, the, the bad guy for the season, right? Yeah. Because they show basically the new handler, right? They show someone's been watching me. Yeah. So, and I forget who the character they're introducing, but who they're alluding to here. I forget. Too. I forget who it is in the first season. And that's it. Well, there you go, folks. That's episode one of Burn Notice. You better back out of here. It's going to start the next episode, everybody.
Oh my god, we're having remote problems. There we go. Uh, so, so now I think that we have to do two things. We have to do, we have to rate the episode. Yes. And then I think we have to pick who was the most important character in the episode. Right? And it's going to, now I'll, I'll caveat that by saying throughout the course of the series, it's going to be tough to beat Michael as the most important character. So we have to take Michael out. So it's Sam Axe. So who does the most for him in this episode to help him out? Who's the most important who's the most important helpful character to Michael in this episode? Mm. And I think it's Sam. I think it's Sam. Because Sam plants the bug yes. in the car that helps Michael set up the the, yes. the, fina- the finale and get the recording of the of Pine yeah. saying go kill those people. Yep. So I think I think it's I think it's I think it's Sam. I have to agree with you. I think you. episode one, the Sam most important team member, is Sam Axe. Yeah, he wins a, yeah. the so the award for most important. Most important. So then we got to rate the episode. One to ten, Michaels. One to ten, Michaels. Yeah. You got a different name for it? Is that a is that a fucking measurement? Well, yeah. Or 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 how many burn notices do you want to give it on a scale of one to ten? Most burn notices being ten good. Ten burn notices being an ama- a perfect episode. One burn notice being a horrible, terrible episode. It's a pilot. It is a pilot. It's the longest one. It's a long. I, I don't know if it's the longest one because I think there's two parters later in the series. There, there is two parters. So it depends if you count a two parter as a single episode or not. Which I would say no. I'll call it a seven. A seven. Yeah, I think that's where I'm at. I think I was I was gonna say six and a half. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of base story yep. told in the first episode. Yep. There's not a whole lot of spy work in it necessarily. Yeah, necessarily compared to all the rest of the episodes that we're gonna come upon to. Yeah, he does some is cool. It's, is it's all spy work? He, it's not a. It's right. this is setting up the stage. He does good for spy the work like when he season. breaks into the dude's house and he uh, gets into the vault and all that. Uh, there are detractors. I, Maddie's hair is god awful. Yeah, it needs to change. Um, the Which it does. Th- the thing with the three fifty seven doesn't it make doesn't sense. make sense to me. Doesn't make sense. Um, but you but get the you, thing you is, get the introduction of all the characters. It is it is the pilot. It's the pilot. Which therefore it needs to have the base. Well, and they're it testing, needs to have a good foundation to build testing, a great series. Yeah, they're testing out some of the characters. Is this going to work? Do we have viewers on right. this? Right. And therefore, that's why I give it a seven, uh, because it does show good spy work. However, like you said, the three fifty seven flare thing, I don't know how that when did how, how how does that work? How did it go off? Right, there was no how, one there to activate work? it, unless there was some sort of electronic device well, he had to a set cell it off phone, somehow. He had a cell phone with an igniter connected to it, but you never see him dial a phone to set it off, and it was never burned. Well, and even if it was, how I need someone to explain to me how. How flare, that sets the flare off. Duct taped to a three fifty seven sets off the three fifty seven. I need someone to explain that to me because to and, and I'm not an obviously I'm not a fire uh, a super mega firearms or explosives expert. But how does that work? That strikes me as as if it wouldn't. If work. someone has an answer, email us at the wisconsingoodbye@gmail.com. Right. It strikes me that that doesn't work. So I you know I, I'm going to take some points off of that. Mm. I got to take some points because the shaky cam shit in the beginning. In the beginning yeah. makes me seasick. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, I, I'd say a six. <laughs> I'd say a six and a half because so this is where I'm at on it. The episode where he's the devil is a ten. <laughs> Bless you, hundred percent is a ten. So I have to. Uh, that's what I'm. That's for the series. Oh my god. <laughs> Bless you. For the series, that's what I'm benchmarking off of. Right. And I agree. So there's another part of me that's like, I have to be objective about it because I really would like to give every single episode a 10. <laughs> Get it together. I would like to make every episode a 10 because I have like a nostalgia trip every time. Oh, 100%. But I think objectively speaking, I think it's a six and a half and a, and a seven from you. <laughs> oh my God. Get, what is going on? Oh, my Atlanta. <sighs> you do. That's disgusting. <laughs> he 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 just walked out of here with snot literally dragging out of his nose. Oh, it's making me a little gaggy. <coughs> oh man. So, well, I hope everyone enjoyed the first episode uh, of Burn Notice. If you watched along with us, or or if you just listened and and, and enjoyed that, um, you know. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we can continue to have a good time doing that as as we go forward. So he's got to do good. He's got to maybe just have some Kleenex in here next time if this is what he's going to be doing. But yeah, so now it's just me hanging out with his dog, who's probably going to steal his spot on the couch now. Nope, made a different choice. That's probably good. Oh. Dog's looking for a way out. Oh boy. So yeah. So now we'll. Uh, that's gonna be our, our basically our setup uh, for the beginning of the episodes from here on out. How'd that go? Did you find what you needed? Maybe just bring some Kleenex in here, huh? No, it's all done. Okay. Okay. It's all good. Oh yeah. <sighs> so yeah. So if you wanna check out now that we've done the burn notice, if that's all you're here for. We bid you adieu. We do. Uh, and uh, we're going to move on to the... Uh, that's the first goodbye. We're going to move on to the rest of the, the rest of the episode here. So, oh, oh, we were talking about this earlier. I don't earlier. think we need to state that that's the first goodbye. Well, I think you sort of do. Do you do? Do we? Should we call it out? No, we. D- I don't think we do because that's the point. Well, we don't... When, when me and Because here's the thing. Yeah, here's yeah, the yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 but here, no, no, no. Stand by. Yeah. When me and you hang out, do mm-hmm. we say... Oh, you're about to leave. That's the first goodbye. Right. Let's hang out for some more. No. No, we but, don't. We get in another conversation, and that's what yeah. it's about. But because so we're we don't, recording, I feel like we need to call it out because... I don't feel like we do because if the people want to listen... Yeah, but then why call it to. the Wisconsin goodbye if we're not actually doing Wisconsin goodbyes in the show? We literally do. We do, towards, especially right at the end. Just like this. Yeah, especially right When we right get in another conversation about saying the Wisconsin goodbye, do we need to say the Wisconsin goodbye? Therefore, it is a Wisconsin goodbye because now yeah, we're getting another conversation about nothing. You're going to make me sneeze now. What the fuck did you do in here? Gonorrhea in the headphones. Is that what it is? that damn ear gonorrhea? <laughs> Oh my god! It's coming at him. Yeah. It's coming at him yeah. hard. So I want to try to get us another sponsorship. Oh, boy. ready? Here we go. Uh, by talking about the Bissell vacuum wet mop oh, combo. The thing, the thing is amazing. It's fantastic. It's life changing. So I had bought the battery charged the the little you know you just you put it on this stand and it charges the battery. It's plugged into the wall. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. 
so when you use it, you fill it with the the solution, yep. and you do your thing. And for mine, you set it on this stand, and it starts charging. You press this button, and it cleans the roll itself. Once the roll, once it's finished its cleaning, the thing comes out pristine. Yeah, it's which beautiful. you know. Yep. Because it, I'm pretty sure it has the same. It's stand, the same thing. Except it's the exact same plugged stand. In. I just have to plug it into the wall. So. Which you plug the actual Bissell itself into the wall. Correct. Not the stand. Correct. So, so mine, the stand is just a plate. Yeah. So my stand is actually plugged into the wall. Oh, interesting. Oh, because that's how it charges. Because it charges it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I set my Bissell on the stand, and then it starts charging, yeah. and then it has a blinky light for the cleany thingy. Yeah, yeah. And I press the button, and it, it spins the roll yep. to clean it. Yeah. And it, it wicks all the dirt I away. Have to, I set mine in there, and then I put the pour the water in. And then I just have to push the power button, and it cycles it and cleans the whole thing. Yeah. And then I gotta you got to pull the thing out and set it off to the side so yep. it dries and blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. So it probably works exactly the same as and, yours. And the stand has a little drying Rack right hole. on there. Yeah, so yeah. You, you, you pop the, the uh, front fender. Sure. Yeah, front fender sure. off yeah, yeah, yeah. and you pull the roll off. I'm comfortable off. with that language. Thank you. Yeah. And you set the roll in there and then you clean out the fender and you clean out uh your dirty yeah. your dirty, your dirty thing, which which actually has a uh hair removal oh, yeah. deal. Oh, without that that's did, perfect. Where you, yeah. It's a strainer, a yeah. hair strainer. Yeah. So you pull up on this hair strainer and you dump that mm-hmm. out in the garbage and then you wash out wash what out. you need to and then you put it back together and it's super easy to use it is a vacuum mop yeah it's super easy i would recommend it absolutely 100% if you and got- for me i with with the amount of dogs i have with i have long-haired german shepherds well not long hair they're short-haired technically sure. german shepherds but they shed a they shit shed ton. a shitload yeah and with the amount of german shepherds i have in this house yeah i have objectively too one, many one two three four four Along with a Brittany. Yep. And then uh, along with all the litters that we yeah. have. Um, so so I have do- a lot of dog hair. is having another one coming up? Tariel. Jesus. So you're going to have puppies again? Tariel is pregnant with Onyx's oh. babies. So Onyx tied with Tariel. Yep. Um, and then he just uh, tied yep. what you witnessed. I, yeah. He was stomping around. Yep. He was tied with her. Um but with how much hair I have, I vacuum before I use it. Yeah. Because it is so much hair. Yeah. For you, you have one dog and a cat. Yeah. Yours vacuums and mops simultaneously, and it's fantastic. And it's good. It's excellent. It, it works perfect. I have to keep. I, I'm. I, I'm going to have to keep up with it. My current thing is I'm going to. I do every other day. That's fair. Especially uh, in spring here, when uh, it's muddy. It's muddy, and he's blowing out right now. So it's if I if I wait longer than two days and it's worse than normal. Yeah, it's so worse than after normal. after let's call it a month here. Yeah, well, his blowout phase. Yeah, probably in two weeks he'll be done. Yeah, if you yeah. brought him over for a bath, he's fine. I just brush him. Have you ever given him a bath? Yeah. When? Yeah, it's been a while. He doesn't like water. Yeah, but um, just bring him over. But uh, I, I just brush him out. Bring him, him okay. over for a bath, for a real grooming. So we've been arguing about this for years. I'm not doing that. He's fine. I'm going to go steal your dog. No, he's fine. I'm going to go steal your dog. He's fine. He gets, he gets, uh, he, now, especially now that it's nice out, he'll get hosed out. He'll get, I just, just him with bring him over. He'll be fine. Why he'll won't fine. you want to bring him over here? Because he's not bougie. He doesn't need that shit. 
Yeah, but why don't you want to bring him over here? Oh, I it's a, he I don't I, particularly it, it, like having him around other dogs or anything. Not that why? I don't trust him or whatever, but just, are you afraid that he's going to do something? Uh, no. Traditionally, my dog is on the getting hurt end. Has he gotten hurt? Yeah. When? Uh, a couple of times. Has he gotten hurt by my dogs? Well, no, because I don't bring him over here. My dogs aren't going to hurt him. Nope, I know that. That's what. That's fine. Can I bring my dog over to your house? Probably. Is that okay? Yeah, I don't mind that. So, in July, it don't matter if we want to do it here or at your house. I want to bring my boy. Yeah, we can do that. I don't care. I, I would be more comfortable with that than bringing him here with all the dogs. We're not going to have all them dogs. Yeah, yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, I, I would be more comfortable with that. I've had other dogs over to the house, and he's been fine with them. It's just when he goes places? He gets hurt, yeah. I ain't going to let him get hurt. I, I just, that's usually what my thing is. I, you can talk to my family, like they will tell you, my dog is always getting his ass kicked. Yeah, but my dog's ain't going to kick his so ass. I know, that's why I would be fine with you bringing him over and hang out by me. Okay. I'm cool with that. Because he does enjoy other dogs and playing around and doing stuff, but... But we uh, have a whole area. He's, yeah, he's he's usually pretty good, especially like one-on-one and stuff like that. But, yeah, he's gotten uh, nipped and bit up and whatever else when I take him places. Where'd you take him they get nipped and bit up? Uh, he Like dogs within my family or like my buddy's, my really? buddy's dog. Yeah. But then when those, uh, like, what, it, like when my buddy brings his dog, when my imaginary friend brings his dog down by me, they're fine. And I don't know if the injury that he got was from my imaginary friend's dog or if it was just something that happened in the yard while they were playing. Remember mm. remember he had his foot was all fucked for a while? Yeah. Bloody as shit. That happened up there. Um, my dog once got bit in the face by one of my parents' dogs. Now, they're all good dogs. It's not like it was a vicious dog or something. But he got... Someone fucked around and found he, out. Yeah, he got jagged up in the face. Uh, we were up north one Tell time. Tell your dog not to be a bitch. Yeah, we were up north one time and he's sleeping. And he gets friggin' run on. By other dogs, right? Like it's cra- it's crazy, man. So like I just I, I try not to um, expose them to it. Put them onto something else. Yeah, put something on. Otherwise, it's gonna turn off. So I just I just it's fine. I, you know, like he goes up by my parents and hangs out with their dog and stuff like that, and it's no big deal or whatever. But I just try to try to limit limit it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. So it's it's nothing against you guys. I feel it's like just, it is. But well, the other thing fine. is, the other thing is, it's I, fine. and I realize that we're shitty dog handlers. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Hey, Star Trek. I realize that um, you want fucking Star Trek. I'll put fucking Star Trek. Hell on. yeah, I want Star Trek. Fucking... And Deep Space Nine is on next. You can't beat that. You're probably gonna have to turn this down. Well, leave it on. Whatever. <laughs> we're um, going to turn it down. But uh, uh, no, we're I shitty, realize you guys aren't far. We're, we're shitty dog handlers. That's fine. Yeah, you guys aren't far away from me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the other side <laughs> of it is, you, you see he, this? Yeah. He does not travel well. He gets he traveled r- all these other places. Get bit up. Yeah, so he gets he gets car sick. Yeah, so is mine. Uh, if he eats like within, I don't know, like five or six hours of going somewhere, he's gonna throw up in my car. That's why you. So, for Lord of the Rings Day, mm-hmm. you don't feed him in the morning. For one, your dog only needs to be fed once a day. Yeah, he usually he eats when I get home from work. So, you just bring him here for him to get pampered in the bathing area. Sure. And we Well, so I'm going to be honest. I'm not done talking. I know, but here's the other thing I'm going to tell you. Here's the other thing is if you're so, guess what? If if I don't, We need to keep him in here 
We'll keep him in here so he doesn't get hurt or his fingernails I don't, don't get broken. I don't know how he would do with someone else grooming him. And that's why we'll just be because, down there with him. Because he gets shitty with me sometimes. Well, this is a, a vet tech. Sure. I, her look, bruises on her arms aren't from me. I understand. I'll tell I, you that for I, un- free. I, I understand that. But, like, he gets shitty with me sometimes. Yeah, but we have muzzles. Cool. I'm not. Then I'm. I. That's fine. My dog is fine. He doesn't need that. Okay. Well, so then he doesn't get real shitty then. What? If he doesn't need a muzzle, he doesn't. No, get real I'm saying shitty. I don't need to bring him here to get him groomed up or whatever. It's he's fine. Again, we've had this argument for a long time. I know. Thank you. You're you should also you should also know by now that the the least. The way to make sure that I don't do something is to keep telling is you to, to keep telling me to fucking. You know do what? It. Don't ever fucking bring your dog over here. No, it's again. too late for that now. Don't ever do that again. Don't 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 no. don't ever do it. I don't want your dog here. It's, well, okay, because he's a piece of trash. The reverse psychology is also not going to work. <laughs> out I'm trying. You want some dumb chocolate? No, I'm good. I'm good. I wasn't going to give you any. Oh, speaking, <laughs> it, dude, you opened it. It's oh man, it smells like chocolate in here now, <laughs> dude. Doesn't it? Ah, you open it for immediate. Yeah, immediately. It's immediate. Yeah. <laughs> like it's dark. Yeah. It's like Nestle's just blew up. Yes. That's some dark chocolate, dude. Dude, it's Dove. Yeah. It's that's... Dove dark. Do you like dark chocolate? Yeah, I like, yeah, I like dark we'll chocolate. We'll take one. I don't want one right now. They ain't gonna give you one. We just discussed this. The surest way to get me to not do something <laughs> is to tell me to do it. And you're like, eat a dark chocolate. No, fuck you, man. I don't want one. No, now. I'm not going to give you one. That's mine. <laughs> Keep fanning that chocolate in my fucking face. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking speaking of, do we want to do the bubbling, sparkling water challenge right now? We have to. We have to. Okay, We We absolutely have let to. Me, let, me, let me grab those things then. I mean, it was, it was determined that we need to. Okay. You know, I mean... Baby J said, we need to. I don't know if it's better or worse that they're cold. <sighs> Bubbler. Yeah, so this is the only... That's five calories. This is the only sparkling water... I'm watching water, my calories. The only sparkling water that I could find that they had at... The Quick Trip? The Quick Trip. By the way, if you're from Wisconsin, Quick Trip. Or Quick Star if you're in the, I believe, Iowa. Minnesota, Illinois, Iowa. Minnesota. Is Minnesota? I believe Minnesota has Quick Stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the larger Midwest, so this is for so, Baby J. We're drinking a, a bubbler. And what flavor? It is. Uh, triple berry breezer is the flavor. Okay. Uh, there was multiple flavors. I felt that this was going to be triple berry breezer. Yeah, I felt is, that this is, was going to be the least. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll probe the to least that. bad. So we're we gonna ch- now you have here, to slam the whole thing. We're gonna slam it. And then the first. And then we're gonna wait. The first person to burp is the loser. Is the loser. All now, right. I get the feeling this is a lot. That's twelve ounces. I get the feeling we're both gonna hate life. Hold on. All like right. I sort of feel sick already. <laughs> I already know my stomach's gonna be like so mad. Nah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we have to go to sleep tonight. Yeah, I do. <laughs> but I don't have to get up for work. Uh, all right. All right. Here we Prost. go. Cheers. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, this is going to be bad. Oh. 
All right, that's mine down. Oh. Ah. That wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was actually a good flavor you picked. Yeah. I definitely don't feel good. I mean, it's not settling well. No. I uh, Something's happening down there. There's a whole lot of things happening down there. If we want to make it worse, we get up and like do jumping jacks or something to really like shake the carbonization out. Should we? No. We can do it with headphones. No, because... No, no. I'm going to be real with you. There's like a 50-50 shot that if I burp... You'll throw up. It's, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. Should have had vodka in it. <sighs> My tummy is upset. <laughs> it does not like that, huh? No, it's not Not thrilled that ooh, laughing was a bad... Because all the muscles in your abdomen are tight. I'm holding in a belch right now because I do not want to lose. Me too. I, this is... Oh, my God. Okay, that was a little one. Our that lost. was a burp. It was a burp. That was a burp. It was a burp. I couldn't help it. It was not, it was not as dramatic and assaultive as I thought it was going to be. Oh, you're going to put more on top of that? Well, I have no choice. I already won. It's fair. There you go. That was, that was good. You know... The other thing I thought was maybe we should have done Sprite. Sprite is rough. Sprite's rough. Because that's way like, rougher than any bubbler. That's worse than what we just drank. Oh, yeah. Because that is like instant. Because I can take like a sip of Sprite. Bah, burp. Yeah. Yeah. Which I feel like now that we've mentioned this, I'm sure our next email is going to be like, do it with Sprite! <laughs> <laughs> Shotgun! <coughs> oh, I just... My it unsettles the tummy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of... I don't really feel belchy. I just feel gross. Yeah. I feel like I need to stuff my finger down my throat. Oh, there's a, there's a little burp for you. I'm, You know, I think what she was expecting was the TikTok video stuff where, like, we slam one and then one of us has, like, a demon leave our body. You know what I'm saying? You've seen those videos? Yeah. Nope. Nope. <laughs> just gives you an upset tummy. Yep. Nope. Just needs some Pepto-Bismol. Do not feel good about that at all. Yep. Stomach diarrhea. Oh, huh. Pepto-Bismol. Ooh, there you go. I'm just uncomfortable. You're, you gotta let it out. Let I've been the demon, trying. I've been trying. Let, let the demon leave your body. Oh, my God. You need I, more vodka. Oh. oh, my God. Whoa. That's a face I don't ever fucking want to see. Okay. Oh. So, so... Oh, I thought I was going to burp. <sighs> you guys need to donate to Love Shriners. The phone number is 844-314-2300. If you want to donate to loveshriners.org. Um, what is it, $19 a month? I believe, yep. Just 19 a month shows your care. Love Shriners. Truthfully, it does, it does appear to be for kids, so that is a it good is. cause. It's just like Children's Hospital. Yeah. You know, but here, here's my take is, we have plenty of children here in, in the uh, Wisconsin area that need sure. help, too. And Children's Hospital is a good place to donate also. Absolutely. But Love Shriners is also a very good place to donate, too. Um, obviously, they're, I imagine, a good hospital. Yeah. Just like uh, Children's is here in uh, the Milwaukee area. Yeah. So, I'm a, I'm and a, you I'm, can get a free teddy bear blanket. I'm one of those people that, that, that always rounds up. You know, you go to some stores and they're like, when you check out, they're like, hey, you can round up to a dollar. Yeah, the, the why not? Let's go for it, man. Yeah. It, like, it's the least I could do. Come on. Yeah. Like, yeah, especially a top pay. Plus, I plus I don't like change anyway. 
<laughs> I, I hate, hate change. carrying change around in my pocket. So do I. It sits in the top of my dashboard. Dude, I'll go to the things and I'll put, you know, if they have one of those like uh, donation, like Ronald McDonald donation things, you drop it. I just feed all my change in there. Or even me and you have been out together and you give me the change. You're like, yeah, I don't want, I don't this, want this. Or like I've left like 84 cents in the take a penny bin. Yeah. I've left quarters. Yeah. Cause like, I'm not going to carry that around. Yeah. This is so old. <laughs> well, I mean, so the show started, Next Generation started in 87. Yep. And it ran for seven seasons. So this is all like 87 to, to 93. Four. Four. And I believe this is a season six episode. Nerd. And it's it's insensato going so, on a spy mission and she gets she gets killed. So I'm changing and Picard out, has to live with this. I'm changing out everything on my telecaster. What are you all changing out on the telecaster? Everything. I'm changing out the bridge, which is the big silver box you see on uh-huh. the bottom. Yep. There's a pickup, the black thing that goes in the bridge. Yep. The p- silver pickup you see up by the neck. Okay. The tuning pegs. Yeah. Everything's getting changed out along with in strings. So why are you changing that? Uh, because the bridge is trash. Okay. Um, it won't intonate. Okay. Which is just a, a form of tuning. Sure. Where you stretch and lengthen the the strings. I intonated it. Um, five days ago. Yeah. It's already out of intonation. Dude, I don't feel good at all. <laughs> Do I punch you in the stomach? No. Hey. Bro, I've oh. been I've been down that, that road. Felt that, that had to have felt good. I've been down that road. I once tried to drink a whole gallon of milk, and I made it through about half of it. And then my girlfriend at the time hit me in the stomach, and I threw it all. That up. sounds terrible. It was gross. I because it was the drink a gallon of milk in an hour thing. And I'm going to be real with you. I feel like I would have been able to do it, and my girlfriend not punched me in the stomach. That's unsupportive. It is unsupportive. <laughs> But yeah, so uh, my guitar lost its intonation Okay. that I did uh, five, six days ago, which I told producer Jay about today yeah. on FaceTime because um, he asked, why did I do all this? Are you, am I trying to be a professional? I said, no, because this shit is I can't whack. She, I can't believe she asked for this. Cause it's I, just going to be 20 minutes of us belching. I feel all right now. Oh, I've let out a couple of extra. It's, but I let out a good one this last did. one. It's a pressure release thing. Yeah, it's a valve. Sure. Yeah, it really is. It's a is. valve. It really is. But yeah, so it lost its intonation. Therefore, tuning will never be tuned. You're going to have to if burp tune, again, I can if, tell. I, if can you, hear, I can hear the bubble in your throat. If you tune it at the keys, you'll never be able to tune it. So what I did is I bought a new bridge with brass saddles. Uh, so they hold intonation firmly. And I bought new tuning pegs. So that's going to hold tune better. And then I bought Seymour and Duncan pickups for the rear and neck um, sure. Pickups. Sure. So I recorded earlier today after I got done with FaceTime with producer Jay. Yeah. I got done uh, tuning or playing after he uh, verbiaged me on how I need to sure, upload sure, it to sure, Cubase. Sure. Um, and so I played some licks. Some be- licks. Some hot licks. Some hot licks. It's yeah. actually it's actually the, the licks that I, I had uh, played on acoustic oh. that I showed you. I'm like, hey, this is... <clears throat> There it is. And it's yeah, all, so here's the thing. It's this all cheesesteak. This is oh yeah. This is what's screwed up about this. She's gonna tell me that it was disgusting and she hated the episode. She created it's it. It's her fault, man. Yeah. 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 No. So uh I played some licks. Um and now tomorrow 
I get my bridge, yeah. my tuning keys, my pickups, and strings. Yeah. So I'm going to rip them all out, put them all in, and then I'm going to play the licks again you and know. see the difference because I'm going to put them all the wave files like I do with these. Yep. And I'm going to send them both to producer Jay there you go. and be like, hey, does this sound better for your quality of ear? Yeah. Because you know, he cares about the quality. And, and when I told him everything I got, because I did it over what I was working overnight, yeah. I text him like, hey, this is what I all got. And I gave a whole list of shit. Sure. I got Wilkinson's uh, bridge, Wilkinson's uh, tuning keys. I got Seymour Duncan uh, bridge pickup and Seymour Duncan neck pickup. Yeah. And so he answered me in the morning and he was like, what the fuck? You trying to be professional here? <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm like, right. I just want it to sound good for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, it. I'm just trying to impress you, Dad. I just, yeah, that's, yeah. actually, there's a text message that says, I just want to be better, Dad. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, no, I know. I know how it goes. <laughs> so I'm I'm really excited tomorrow because I'm going to put them all together. And I really, if it doesn't sound better, I'm going to fucking kill someone. I'm sure it will. That's not there's intent. No that's, that's, no, not intent. That's, that's not intent. That's not intent. That's not intent. That's not premeditation. I, I didn't say who. <laughs> But it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be Jim. <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks. So if Jim dies, then that's we know, we know why. That's that's me. If that's I, on me. If I turn up dead, everybody that's knows, on me. Everybody knows why. That's on me. Oh, <laughs> you know what you did? You know what we didn't do? Play the intro music today. Oh, but here's the fun fact: is all I gotta do is move the slider over, and I can put the intro put it music in. in. Yeah. Well, hey, once you get some all the new stuff on your thing, you can add some guitar guitar chords to it. Some licks. Some licks. Some, some hot licks. Some hot licks. Hot licks. Ugh. That's the fun thing is I can just move our voices over. Right. And I just put the drums put in, in before it. Yeah. So, um, do we, do we want to wrap up? The the episode this first pilot episode was long. It was. And we want to try to stay at about an hour and a half if we can. And we're probably already past that because we spent time at the beginning. For our fans. Setting and, it up. And, and, and mostly mom and dad. Yeah. So in the future, this part is going to be longer because we won't have discussion at the top of the episode. That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yes. Or sure. That's what he said? Uh, no, Blah. not for me. Right, producer Rob? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, so there won't be conversation at the top of the episode. So, because we had an intro, this we had one. the intro, the whole thing, and so this will probably there'll be like forty-five ish, fifty minutes of burn of, notice of burn notice, and then half an hour, forty minutes of this. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's what our setup's going to be. What we forward. originally wanted it to be, what it was originally supposed to. be. And I think we really hit the mark here. I think so. I think we got. I think we. I think we did a good. I think job. we did. I think so. I like it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I think it was a good choice. I, I'm glad that we talked about it and. I think I think we we really did hit on the mark. Yeah, I'm glad that we we talked about it and we decided to um, to get back to our get roots. back to what we had intended this our to roots. be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. us, like we always are, talking. Yeah, because it, it so it was nice to have the guest, but I think what threw us off was right away in the first episode we had someone here. And sort of Rob. Yeah, it immediately became not what we thought it was going to be. It became be. a conversation instead of what we meant it to what be. What we were trying to go for. Yeah. And so I think this is a good way to do it. Plus, the other side of it is, if we do want to have people on the show, if they want to come and watch an episode of Burn Notice with us, More I'm down happy. for that. The other side of it is, we can be like, hey, yeah, we're going to watch this episode. If you want to come and be a part of the back part of it, 
we can text. That's you, another thing. We can text guys and be like, "Hey, there's like ten minutes left in the episode. If you want to get over here, get over here." Yeah, hundred percent. Because what this was about was me and you. Yeah, like we always do. Because Correct. guess what? We don't text someone and say, "Hey, come on over and let's have a good time real quick for a half hour." Right. No, it's me and you. We watch a movie. We talk through the movie. We laugh about the movie. We make fun of the movie. Sure. We make fun of its inconsistencies. Right. And then, and then we just we're just us. Yeah, and, and, and that, that's what and this that's what this was about. This was me and you yep. being together, hanging out, and doing what we do, which is talk through everything we ever watch. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't know Inclu- that we've ever heard a single line of dialogue in anything we've ever watched, <laughs> including The Office. Like yes. it, it doesn't yes. matter what we watch; we always talk through it. Um, and you know, for example, me and you are gonna go watch uh, Lord of the Rings. Hopefully, July 29th. Hopefully. We're gonna watch all of them, all three at once. Well, not at once, but yeah, you know what? I, you know, people know what I mean. Well, essentially, all at once. Yeah. Well, not like in simultaneously. A row. Correct. Yes, yes, yes. It's gonna be, you know, we're, we're doing gonna watch one fellowship, lunch, two towers, Return of the King with dinner in the middle. Yes. Yeah, that's the plan. And and I think that's gonna be a really fun day. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That's gonna I be fun. like that. That that's gonna be fun. Give me my precious. Yeah. Give me my precious. The, the the man the man who refuses to admit that he's a nerd. This was his idea. Oh, the dog? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dog. So, uh, oh, And actually, man. Producer Jay says I do a oh, very... Oh, my God. Producer Jay says I do a very good Gollum Very good Gollum, but not a good Batman. <laughs> he doesn't... He doesn't... Remember, he doesn't like our Batman impression. He hates... He hates... Yeah. He hates what, our Batman. Hold on. Let's do... A, let me do a Bane impression, see if he likes that better. Nobody can't who I want to like an <laughs> You think the darkness is your own? So you're saying... If I just licked this red button. <laughs> I was bumped into it. Molded by it. <laughs> no one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Oh, so you're saying you sniff underwear <laughs> through that, through all those little things what does in he call your him, face. What does he call him, crab face? <laughs> Come here, crab face. <laughs> oh my god. He's going to hate this part of the episode. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I do. I do. I do want to. I, I do want a review of my Bane voice, though. I, I'm gonna ensure that he listens to the episode, Please. and that w- at least the end, the last ten minutes. I just we need we need a hard review on the Bane voice. He's gonna hate my Batman right. voice, but he'll love the Bane voice. But he'll also love my Gollum voice. I, yes, yeah. It's gonna be a roller coaster. It's of it's for him. gonna be a lot of emotions yeah. at once for producer Jay. Yeah, and he's just and we haven't even introduced producer Jay on the show because he continues to not to show not up. want to be here. Producer Jay, you're my precious. Come on our show, <laughs> my precious. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> Producer Jay, we want you on the show. Yes, we do, <laughs> because we need the Batman voice. Oh my god! Yes, to balance out the Bane voice. <laughs> if you want me to stop the Batman voice, you'll come on the show. Oh my god! But I think it's getting better. I think so. I think my Batman voice is getting better. But producer Jay does do it best. He does. He really does. He really does. I mean, it just <coughs> it just is what it is. I'll admit my faults, but here's my precious. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, all right. It's been a great time. It has been. Um, I think. I, have, I think on that note, we have a lovely setup and uh, find us find us wherever podcasts are sold. 
And uh, if you have a question or a comment, email us at thewisconsingoodbye at gmail.com. That is the Wisconsin Goodbye at gmail.com. The Wisconsin Goodbye at gmail.com. Hit the red button. <laughs> <laughs>